It is Tuesday. That means it's time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. We know that everybody in the industry is worried these days about carbon dioxide, its impact on the environment, and also trying to address the various uh, regulations and mandates for mitigating carbon. Well, along comes a new company called Remora, and it will capture the carbon before it can do any damage, and they actually have an aftermarket for the carbon they capture. Let's learn more about it with the co-founder, Paul Gross. Good afternoon, Paul. Hey, thanks for having me. So how do you do it? And where is it on the semi? We should point out this is for semi-trucks only. Uh, where, where do you do this carbon capture? How big is the device? The device is pretty big. It retrofits onto the back of the truck, right between the truck and the trailer. It attaches to the truck's tailpipe and then captures about 80% of the carbon dioxide emissions that are coming out of that tailpipe. Yeah, the device I'm looking at is a little bit too big for passenger cars, but is that something, <laughs> is, is that a potential down the road? Absolutely. This technology could work for any type of vehicle all the way from passenger cars up to locomotives or even cargo ships. But we're focused on semi-trucks first because they're particularly hard to decarbonize and they emit so much CO2 every year. Plus particulate matter as well. Um, Absolutely. Does this affect the performance of the vehicle in any way? It does not. So we put very, very little back pressure on the truck's engine, which is the big concern that right. someone might have if they owned a truck, which means that we're not affecting the performance of the truck's engine. Really, the only way we're affecting the truck is by adding weight. You know, anytime you add any kind of weight, you're going to affect the way the truck moves. Well, and we know it's been happening to diesel prices. So how much weight would it add and how much would that impact mileage? Yeah. So the device adds a couple thousand pounds, um, you know, fully loaded truck weighs 80,000 pounds. So right. for us, it's, it's a little bit of a drop in the bucket. The nice thing here is that we're actually able to sell the captured carbon dioxide and we share that revenue back with the owner of the fleet. So fleets can actually pay for the device in just a couple of years with that revenue. And then they're actually earning new money on that carbon that otherwise would have gone into the atmosphere. So for someone that's seeing you know rising diesel prices, this might be a way to actually mitigate some of that pain. Okay. So who, who's, who's there in the aftermarket? Who's looking to buy carbon from Remora? Uh, the market for CO2 is actually massive. It's a $7.7 billion market worldwide. So it's all kinds of folks from concrete producers to plastic producers, wastewater treatment companies, um, you know, you name it. There are all these new companies working on cool uses for CO2, things like making CO2 into diamonds or vodka, hand sanitizer. Um, so we're working with all sorts of different end users. So I think you got a, a beautiful cross-section of my listeners right there with vodka and diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you, hit a, you hit a number of demographics with that. Well, so, I, I, you know, my question is, if it, if it makes so much sense and if there's such a demand for it, why hasn't it been done until now? hard to do technically. Um, my co-founder, Christina, pioneered the technology at the University of Michigan, and she got funded by the EPA to figure out whether this was possible. And it took a whole bunch of years of bench testing and vehicle testing, testing in the EPA's National Vehicle and Fuel Emissions Lab to even figure out this was possible. And we now have this you know, amazing team of engineers working on a very challenging problem, but we've been able to make it work. 
and you know we're going to be the first mobile carbon capture device on a commercial truck in the world. Uh, but it, you know it's a really hard problem, and Christina is the world expert, so it takes someone with that kind of background to um, to tackle it. So normally with something like this, yes, you can capture the carbon, but usually there's a byproduct or some kind of a nasty side effect to that. Do you have anything with that here? There's no nasty side effect. We, we capture the carbon and we, we actually also capture some of the criteria pollutants like NOx and, um, you know, the particulate matter coming out of the truck. Right. The only side effect really is the added weight. And, you know, we know that folks are very, very cautious about the amount of weight they add to the truck, which is why we're able to deliver that extra revenue to help offset that additional cost. Okay, but there's also an upfront cost to applying this, this new component to, to a rig. Do we know how much that will be, and can that potentially be offset by the, the sell back of the, the CO2? Yeah, the device will definitely pay for itself over its lifespan. So, you know, we expect by the end of the lifespan, if you're offloading CO2 regularly, you're going to, you know, be making money on every ton of CO2 you capture. We're still working out the exact, you know, commercial pricing of the device. We're still in pilots. Um, so we want to make sure we get a handle on how much this is costing us to make it scale. Right. Um, but we definitely expect the device to pay for itself. And you're quite close to having this on the road. We certainly are. We are really lucky to be piloting with Ryder, uh, which is you know one of the largest trucking companies in the world. Um, and we are going to be deploying a first truck with a Remora device um, later this summer. The, are there any uh, tax incentives that are associated with this? Are you seeking something like that to kind of making make the ease of it? And is there an infrastructure problem here that you're going to need someplace for long haulers to offload uh, the carbon bi- dioxide. I mean, do you do you get a, to a point where okay, it's reached its limit? I need to purge. Yes. Um, so on the tax incentive side, there are great credits. Um, there's a tax credit for carbon sequestration that you know just adds to the revenue we're able to deliver. Um, you know, we're also working on a weight exemption. You know, in the same way that you know electric vehicles and hydrogen vehicles um, have a little weight exemption. So you know, there are going to be a lot of great incentives here. There is also a ton of funding coming out of the infrastructure bill that's flowing into funding carbon dioxide transportation mm-hmm. and sequestration. So some of that infrastructure you're talking about is actually going to be built up by the government. We are also building out a lot of it ourselves, and we're starting by installing offload tanks at our customers' distribution centers. So the way it works is a driver does a round trip, offloads the CO2 at the end of the day, all you have to do is attach a hose to the device, mm-hmm. it pumps it out, and then you detach the hose. And as we grow, we'll start installing those offload tanks at truck stops as well so folks can refuel and offload at the same time. And how often do you have to purge the the, uh, the Remora containment vessel? The range of our first-generation device is about 500 miles. Um, you know, it's easy to build a longer-range device. You just add more tanks. Um, and the the nice thing is if the device fills up and you've got to keep driving for, the, for whatever reason, you can actually just do that and the device bypasses. So exhaust flows into the air. It doesn't stop you from driving. So we capture okay. CO2 for 500 miles, but you don't have to offload right away. And we should point out that this is local talent and will be local production. That's exactly right. We are very, very excited to be in the Detroit metro area. We're our R&D facility is based in Livonia. Um, we're going to be manufacturing our devices in Wixom. So, you know, we're really, really happy to be in the area. That's terrific. And are you are, are most of the founders homegrown or University of Michigan educated? 
Yes. Um, so my co-founder, Eric, did his bachelor's and master's at the University of Michigan in mechanical engineering. He actually has a background prototyping electric and hydrogen semi-trucks. And then, as I mentioned, my co-founder, Christina, who pioneered the science here, she did her PhD at the University of Michigan. That's and we've, we've hired a lot of folks from the Michigan area. So we just we love, love being here. This is about the tech corridor, too, in the University Research Corridor. We thank you so much, Paul Gross. Best of luck with the new venture uh, in Livonia and Wixom. Thank you so much for having me.